in a housing market where renters and buyers are increasingly as the saying goes on social media, all about the feels, consumer sentiment takes on a massive significance, not just for renters and owners, but for investors. Did you ever think you'd hear someone say real estate investing is all about the emotion? I didn't, but it is increasingly true. I'm Carol Ellis, co-host of SDI Talk. Let's dig in and see what's going on here. It's time. He's here. Broadcasting from SDI Central Command in the depths of his hidden compound located far from the rot of Wall Street and Washington. We've again established contact with our leader, Brian Ellis. You did not just say all about the fills on this radio show, did you? I'm afraid I did. Oh, dear Lord. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is self-directed investor talk, where the uh, the average IQ has apparently dropped by half <gasps> or so. <laughs> All about the fills. That's uh, that, that's one of those statements that uh, just makes me want to slam my head in the door. Uh, and and I I guess I will have lots of opportunities to do that as uh, as you tell us a little bit more today. How are you today, Carol? I am doing well, and I promise not to say it again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am, of course, your humble host, Brian Ellis, here serving you with another day of uh, a relentless pursuit of excellence in your investing. This is Self-Directed Investor Talk, where the best stock is the one that you sell to buy real assets. This is the show where the only good tax it's one that you can legally avoid. And this is the show where we do have a, uh, some room for political correctness. It's when we make fun of it. That's the only room we have for it, though, because here we deal with facts, reality, logic, and money. There, there's no room for being stupid in that world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are joined today, as I mentioned, by the lovely, the talented Carol Ellis, who is both the news editor of selfdirected.org and also the co-founder of selfdirected.org. Carol, I know you've got some things to share with us in just a little while. How's life been treating you lately? It's been treating me pretty well, Brian. Well, good. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do have a lot to cover today. Uh, Carol is going to do a segment for you that, frankly, I could not do, and that's because it deals with you want to give the, the, the five-second version of that? Absolutely. I think that everybody knows that uh, people's buying decisions are influenced by their emotions. And historically, that has been sort of a sub-factor for real estate investors because you know we don't want to deal in emotion. We want to look at the numbers and figure out what's got the best odds of working and go from there. However, as a real estate investor, you will be dealing with renters and you will be dealing with other buyers. And those buyers are going to be making emotional decisions more than ever in the next 10, 20 years. Mm. So uh, Carol's going to look at how to uh, how, how to cut past that and, and uh, help you to make good decisions. You're also going to Hear from the great one, Mr. Tim Barry. He is the top self-directed IRA attorney in uh, America. And he and I are going to be talking about a topic that is really, really important. And that is just how safe is your IRA or your 401k in the event that you face a lawsuit or other creditor action. 
A lot of people believe that their IRA or their 401k is just safe. It's on a pedestal. It can't be touched. And the harsh reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that that is not true. You're going to find out exactly to what extent that is not true, what the exceptions are, and how you can effectively deal with the risk that you didn't know was there. But hey, without further delay, let's learn a little bit about the warped mindset of a lot of today's (laughs) buying public with this information from Carol. In the future, your real estate investments could be based on pure emotion. Kind of an unsettling thought, isn't it? What's going on? If you like numbers, predictability, and strong returns, then real estate is for you. Pretty much accepted fact. Can we agree? But now there is a new kid in town, so to speak. Feelings. Now, of course, most of us are influenced by feelings when we make just about any purchase, and deciding where to spend the vast majority of our lives is definitely something that is affected by emotion. However, in our consumer society, emotion is becoming the dominant force behind the buying decision. On his blog, Great Colorado Homes, real estate agent Andrew Fortune notes that the 2017 Super Bowl ads were almost devoid of any mention of or data about the brand or product being promoted. Instead, Fortune said the ads were designed to connect emotionally with the viewer, often through humor. Now, the idea that there's an emotional connection between an owner-occupant buyer or a renter and a piece of residential real estate is not new. But the near exclusion of logic in the face of strong emotion when making a major buying decision is. As real estate investors, we have to factor this growing emotional strength into our investing strategies. If you look at consumer sentiment trends over the past 10 years, you'll see a major dip between 2008 and 2010, and another one toward the end of 2011. If you look at U.S. mortgage origination rates during those same periods, you'll see an extremely sharp dip downward in volume in 2008, and you'll see another sharp dip downward in 2011. The intervening time periods, though, generally leveled somewhat upward and out, while consumer sentiment continued to falter. Now, of course, there are multiple factors in play here, but the fact that there was always a pretty sharp rise in mortgage origination relatively soon after the dip in sentiment seems to indicate that people didn't apply for mortgages when they were first concerned, but they got back to the business of making major life decisions and purchases relatively quickly. However, if you compare that to very recent history... For example, in mid-2016, when consumer sentiment fell, relatively speaking, by the way, it was still pretty positive, right before the election, mortgage origination fell too, as you'd expect. However, despite the fact that after the election, consumer sentiment rose steadily through the end of 2016 and continued to remain high through the first quarter of 2017, mortgage originations actually trended downward slightly. Why? Feelings. Buyers were feeling pretty good about the economy and their household finances as evidenced by the high consumer sentiment reports, but they weren't feeling so good about housing. In fact, early in 2017, Fannie Mae noted that economic optimism and home purchase sentiment were not at all in alignment with one heading up and the other one heading down. In January 2017, before interest rates had been raised, Doug Duncan, Fannie Mae's chief economist, blamed, quote, a rapid rise in mortgage rate expectations for falling home purchase sentiment. Basically, people were not feeling good about getting a mortgage, even though mortgage rates were still low. So what should real estate investors take away from this shift? 
Well, if your buyers and renters as well are going to be swayed by their emotions in a big way, you just need to factor those emotions into your deal analysis the same way you would any other market component. For an example, let's take a quick look at a market where residents are feeling good. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh experienced solid appreciation last year. It's considered a millennial hotspot, which means there's a lot of potential for new development and local business growth. And it's smattered across the top 10 lists from Money Watch to WalletHub to Forbes for everything from being the nicest and most affordable place to live to creating the most tech jobs in 2017. In Pittsburgh, people are feeling pretty good. In 2016, that good feeling translated to increased home values and rents. And local industry professionals like Howard Hanna Real Estate Services, Howard Hanna III, cited activity among young professionals, as Hanna called them in an interview with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, for a lot of the positive sentiment and positive movement in the housing market in 2016 and early 2017. Not surprisingly, those young professionals are, in most cases, millennials, who are definitely the most emotional buyers on the market today. In fact, a study published in the Harvard Business Review indicates that the traditional consumer motivators, like feeling secure and succeeding in life, have been replaced in the millennial generation with things like protecting the environment and being the person I want to be as primary drivers for buying actions. Those emotions, as you can see, are not numbers-driven. So you have to look at a local market sentiment to get the feel for how things are going. Fortunately, that local sentiment really is fairly simple to break down. First, ask yourself, is there new development? Second, is the jobs market expanding and does it allow for further expansion? And third, is the population growing among the demographic that will be renting or buying your investment properties? If these three things are in place, the odds are pretty good that other people are also feeling good about the area, which bolsters your target market's likelihood of also feeling good about moving there and renting or buying as well. Yes, it's an inexact science, but it is an important component and it's going to be increasingly important as you invest in the future. Thinking about investing in a particular market? Make sure you always have the latest housing market data before you make an investment decision. Get valuable market insights and up-to-the-minute education on real estate, retirement strategies, and more by texting the word SDI Talk with no spaces or periods to 44222 to be added. There is no charge to you to be added to this private list, and we will keep you in the loop with all of our market updates and our emerging trends. Just text the word SDI Talk to 44222 right now. Thank you very much, Carol, for that information. It's a little bit disturbing to me exactly how emotional people are becoming and the way that they make major purchasing decisions. But that is the reality that we have today, ladies and gentlemen. So be prepared for it. If you missed that or anything else we've discussed so far, make sure you go over to selfdirected.org slash 260, selfdirected.org slash 260. When we come back, we're going to be talking with the great one, Mr. Tim Barry about a very important question, and that is, is the prevailing belief that IRAs and 401ks are just completely safe from uh, lawsuits and creditor actions, is that belief correct? I'm going to go ahead and give you the answer. That belief is not correct. You'll find out why when we return. We'll be right back. Send your questions and comments to feedback at sditalk.com. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice because it's not that. And you know it. This show is the property of SDIP Trust. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. <laughs> 